Tipo Rando. Dibujando. Dibujando. Dibujando conmigo.
Gabus benötigen Kohlenmedizin. Wir warten hier den Ressourcen-Chef. When no one is safe. And everybody. Alright. And now. The funky motherfucker himself. Johnny Kilbasi. That's right, everybody. Thank you for the kind introductions and welcome to another. That's right. Kobasa on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram, johnnykobasa.com. All the music you hear is made by me, all of it, every track, every vocal box, luscious butter. Coming at you on an Independence Weekend. Hope you had a fun and safe Independence Day. Actually, I hope you blew your hands off because you were gripping those Roman candles and fighting your cousins across the pond like, like your mom told you not to do so many times. Fireworks going off all over Merca this week and... People are celebrating America for many different reasons these days. I'm about ready to throw down with you fuckheads anyway. So I'll just throw down on the podcast. The hizzy whiz, baby. Go back and listen to... Oh, this is about the 14th or 15th episode of the season 69. I think I started about the end of March or something like that. So those are your those are your most recent podcasts. If you just want to catch up. If you feel like diving in the deep, about 600 of them behind it from seven years worth of craziness. Just just scroll, just do random scrolls and just pop your thumb on something and. It's evergreen, unless it's about Game of Thrones or fantasy football. Even the fantasy football ones are funny, but didn't do fantasy football last year. Probably won't do it this year, unless a lot of things change. But nonetheless, you can go listen to my dumb ass for just days on end, and you will not be the same person. You have a dip in your hip and a little different walk, that's for sure. Because nobody comes out of here alive. I'm doing podcasts the way it should be. Take all those goddamn celebrity fucking podcasts that are on your podcast feed and delete them. Fuck the, every celebrity having their own goddamn podcast. They're not that interesting at all. And then they get together and talk to other celebrities and they all tell the same fucking stories. Fuck your childhood. And oh, really? You were not famous and rich once? Oh, you're so grounded. Fuck you.
listen to Phil Hendry and PW Torch and Pod Save America. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. So let's start podcasting. What he's like. I just finished the Bear season two, Hulu. I think it might be on FX too. Uh, missed the first season. Didn't watch the first season when it came out. Heard about it. I don't know recently, but actually heard it from a few different people who said, "Oh my god, it's good." So I said, "What the hell? I'll start watching it." And it's only half hour a pop, so you can breeze through the seasons pretty good. Uh, season two came out maybe a few weeks ago, I think. So I, I burned through the first season and then watched the second season. And I was really into it. It's just, it's so, it just gets you. I don't know. It just hits home with me. Not that I had that kind of family. I didn't. But man, you're just right in their face. And the characters are just right up there. And everything's going wrong. And next thing you know, you're crying. And you're laughing. And you're crying the whole way. And then the second, the first season comes and goes. And I really like the the happiness, the, the happy ending of the first season. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody but i really wasn't happy with the way season two ended i've heard the explanations of it and that you can fit it that it fits in with the characters fine but why did we have why did you have to just take a dump on my lunch you know, you're setting me up for a nice happy ending and then boom so it's hard to say what's going to happen in season three it doesn't really matter i, I know i know they do a lot of things they just kind of leave they get kind of leave things up loose ends they don't tie up which i'm fine with okay spoiler alert here i'm just going to talk about a couple things 5432 whatever happened to richie's assault charge did that just get dropped if 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 they said that went away fine that went away whatever happened to actually uh, what else was there? <laughs> what, about, what about the kids getting all Xanaxed out at the birthday party? That was hilarious. No, no uh, fallout from that. Fine. I guess we don't need to go too deep or I, I don't know. Okay. End of spoilers. Actually one more spoiler. Why the fuck did they, <sighs> they should have. Yeah. Okay. Carmi gets locked in the fucking walk in. They should have let him. They they should have let him out right at the end of the service, and the the realization could have been, dude, you you created this restaurant, and the people that you put in place were all able to handle this, and you did it right. They got along without you. Not, <laughs> I'm just gonna start yammering about not being in a relationship then lose the girl at the last second i mean what the fuck was that that was totally unnecessary unless they just totally knew that she wasn't coming back fine but whatever i don't know i'm sure everything will get explained next year we got to wait another goddamn year for season three actually i don't even know if it's been picked up which is weird because i know people just rave about it and the the the, the christmas episode in season two is one of the greatest one of the best half hours of television that you're 22 minutes of television that you're ever going to go to watch and boy do they I, did, I don't have somehow i got hulu through verizon and i i'm not sure what level i have but i'm not going to mess with it because i don't know if, where i go to pay extra 
for commercials, but man, I tell you what, the Hulu, the Hulu commercials, they shove commercials down your throat. Like 22 minutes or four commercial breaks in 22 minutes. I'm like, come on. Okay. I get it. I'm on, I'm not paying enough for the commercial part. You can just pay a couple more bucks a month and then you won't have any commercials at all. I'm kind of, it's like kind of like a challenge for me to have the, the remote. Now the, the mute button, I'm just like mute button. As soon as the commercial comes on mute and then do a duo, do a lingo episode. See if I can do one in two minutes and then mute it. Come back, come right, come right back on. You get used to it after a while. That and uh, letter Kenny. Anyway. Okay. Before I get to letter Kenny, the bear, which is a dumb name. It's not about a burly gay dude. It's not about a bear. It's not about the woods. It's about a family named Brazado, I think, which I, I, I know a thing or two about nicknames. But anyway, fine, the bear. I get it. I, I know how it all fits in, but it should have been some other. It should have had a different name, and it would have been more popular. I think word's out about it, though, and I think that what's his name? The main actor is some sort of heartthrob now, which, hey, he's got the rugged good look. The dude looks like his head's going to explode, and it's perfectly cast. The lead the lead actor is perfectly cast, and his name escapes me right now, Carmi. But he, he just, his hair is always, his hairstyle is like his hair is always on fire. His eyes are bulging out of his head, and he always has this look on his face like he's about to lose it. And I love the way they uh, everything gets unraveled throughout the season. They don't they don't give you much information up front, but you kind of know how things are right now. And then they you know the backstory weaves itself in, which is good because you don't need to know that much. And also, my boy Maddie Madison is in it, Maddie Matheson, and he is he. I loved him. I actually went and saw him live when he was on tour a couple years ago. Big Canadian tattooed chef guy that had a couple shows on Vice. I have, one of them was called It's Supper Time, which was a great cooking show. And I think he said that Vice wanted him to keep doing the shows, but they didn't pay him any money, which I understand. And I think he started doing his own thing on YouTube. I don't. I hadn't heard from him in a while, and then all of a sudden he pops up on The Bear, and I guess he's a producer and shit. So good good for you, Matty Matheson. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Love the guy. And he had a bigger kind of a bigger role in season two. And some character development towards the end of season two, which I appreciate. Appreciate some character development. All kinds of character development going on in the bear. I, I really enjoyed it. And, and it's just like some of some of the episodes are just like they rip your heart out, but in a good way. But they're so funny at the same time. And just the dialogue, the speed of the dialogue, the way they yell at each other is so awesome. Just people talking, just people just cutting promos on each other all the time. I loved it, loved it, and the dude who plays Richie, I don't know, he has, I don't know his name either. Awesome. So, and Jamie Lee Curtis makes a cameo in it, and uh, what's his nuts? Better Call Saul is in it for an episode. So that the Christmas episode, which is about episode three or four in season two, one of the best twenty minutes of television ever. Just pure madness, and so Christmas. And so dysfunctional. It's just the way they do it, the way they shoot it, the way the the dialogue is just machine gun dialogue, and everybody. I'm sure there's a lot of editing going on there, but Jamie Lee Curtis comes out of nowhere. She wasn't she wasn't in there at all, and the show. Uh, her character was inferred, I guess, in certain points, but she just oh, she she should get an Emmy for that. I don't know if you can give an Emmy for cameo appearance in a 
cables dramedy not sure but good for you jamie love jamie lee curtis for 40 years and even at whatever 60 some years old she had a, a certain hotness to her with in, even though she was just playing a insane drunk she did it so well it was so good oh the bear i just i finished it last night and i was i i got through i, I kind of tore through season two i mean i watched it all within a, the course of a week so i was like i had no zero i went from zero bear to complete bear expert in a week just like everybody else does um didn't uh yeah just that last that last episode why did you have to leave it that way? And it could totally be one of those things where that could all be a race and none of it matters. And next season they're on to something else. It doesn't, you know. But the 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 girl, the 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 Claire, the girl interest, man, she was she's just smoking hot. And we all, I think, we all were rooting for her to like, yeah, come on, give him, give Carmi a little bit. But no, he's just. He just lost his shit. <laughs> I like how they I like how they they foreshadowed the the part that he gets ends up getting okay, spoiler alert. I like how they for I like how they foreshadowed the handle getting broken in a walk in. So if you've ever worked in a kitchen, you know, you have a big walk in refrigerator, walk in freezer or both. One thing I didn't understand, now if you've ever walked into a walk-in, you know that there's, you know, there's a big handle there, and on the other side, there's like an escape button thingy. It's not a button, but like this thing you push to get out just in case you're locked in or, or whatever. And you, they kind of, they showed it for a second on the inside of there, and I'm not really sure why he couldn't try to do that at least. And why didn't they just unscrew the the handle <laughs> instead of having to wait for a handyman to cut him out. And it was funny that everybody just kind of let him be in there, which I thought was cool because I thought it was totally setting up the, Oh my God, you did it. Such a great job. But though they, they just took your, I, I maybe they just did that to, Oh, like everybody thinks it's going to have a happy ending and it's, it's not, we're, we're just going to shit all over their happy ending. I don't know. Leave me with something going into season three. You didn't have to shit on me. We were I'm with you the whole time. You didn't have to tease me. It was totally a swerve out of nowhere. So there you go. The the bear. The bear. The bear. They're in Chicago, of course. It has nothing to do with the Chicago Bears though either. It happens in Chicago, but it could it could take place in New York. It could take place in any city, honestly. And the dude who plays the the mob looking dude, Uncle, what's his what's his name? I know he's been in a bunch of stuff before. He's has a great part in it too, with his big ass glasses. And he's just like, hey, hey, I'm the money guy. We don't really figure. I don't think we really know how he's got his money. It doesn't matter at this point, but he's the guy. And. Ugh, man, I just have such mixed feelings about that the way it ended. And, I, and they should have had, even if, okay, if you're going to end it like that, if you're going to end that episode like that, give me another episode of just denouement, right? Le denou, the denouement. Let me come down easy instead of just chucking me into the wasteland of waiting for next season. Eh, what can you do? Now you've got eyes on you. 
I don't know if they had eyes on they, they had a lot of eyes on him, but actually going into the first season, they didn't have any eyes on him. In the second season, they had eyes on him. I thought they really, they really went into character development. I really liked it. I, I liked all the second season except the the way they ended it with me. They better be back. They can't. They better not just end it right there. I can't take it. But I I hope that they get whatever you know green lighted for another season. I'm not sure how you make money on those shows these days. Eyes on it. Is it for Hulu or FX? Was it was it on FX? I don't know. Does anybody care if it's on FX on your cable channel or if it's not? I don't know. Okay, I'll stop saying I don't know. <laughs> the Sausage Chuck Podcast with Johnny Kielbasa. <laughs> yeah, I talk on the radio for a minute or two, a couple times a week. Cheeseburger jokes. Wish I could say it pays the bills, but certain people don't give a fuck. I got another fall in for Fallout 76 in the can. Keep wanting to play more of that. And Cyberpunk 2077's got uh, a DLC coming out in the fall. Just released my uh, the the Cyberpunk 2022 where I finished the main storyline. It was a four-parter. <laughs> I think the other three parts came out about six months ago. But hey, if you're just starting now, it's all good. Let's go into the chat GPT Poetry Corner. I mean, I mean, let's go into the Chat GPT Poetry Corner on the Sausage Podcast. Right after these words from our sponsor, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream. Summer's here and the time is right for riding your bike or watching the Tour de France over there in France somewhere with all those guys ride their bikes all over the place, up in the mountains, down the mountains, around and around and around they go. Now you know if your taint has been up against a bicycle seat all day, it's going to dry out and there's only one thing to do when your taint's dried out and that's call up Uncle Dave. And Uncle Dave will answer the phone and he'll say, come on down and get you a nice big tub of Uncle Dave's Tank Cream. Uncle Dave's Tank Cream is the only tank cream that will finish the job. Now you might try baking soda, you might try hand lotion, nothing's gonna work unless you get Uncle Dave's Tank Cream. Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, the only tank cream used at Tour de France. Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream dot Okay. 
drawing on what we've been talking about. Let's go to ChatGPT. And as always, all of the ChatGPT I do is live. The output of ChatGPT will be read deliciously cold by myself. Coming at you. Okay. Let's write a poem today, ChatGPT. Hello, ChatGPT. How are you? I am fine. Thank you. You are the executive chef at a restaurant, at a brand new restaurant. During your grand opening, during your grand opening's dinner rush, you get stuck in the walk-in cooler because the door handle broke. While you were in there, write a poem no let's let's write a mo- write it let's write a poem write a poem in the style of Groucho Marx. About your plate of being stuck in a walk in cooler actually I'm gonna erase that I'm gonna erase uh, why uh, I'm gonna uh, you're the executive chef at a brand new restaurant during the grand openings dinner rush you get stuck in the walk-in cooler because the door handle broke while you were in there you are stuck walk-in cooler is full of cooked bacon ranch dressing and butterscotch pudding (laughs) write a poem in the style of Groucho Marx about your plight okay I think we're good You're the executive chef at a brand new restaurant. During your grand opening's dinner rush, you get stuck in the walk-in cooler because the door handle broke while you were in there. The walk-in cooler is full of cooked bacon, ranch dressing, and butterscotch pudding. Write a poem in the style of Groucho Marx about your plate. Okay, chat GPT, let's see what you got, everybody. I'm wondering if ChatGPT actually pays attention to the in the style of part. I don't think it does. Regardless, ChatGPT has given us a poem.
poem without an ex- any explanation this time. Here we go. Cold read from Johnny K. Yeah. Oh, the pickle I find myself in. Locked in this fridge, my head in a spin. A brand new restaurant, a grand debut. But now I'm trapped. Oh, what shall I do? The handle broke, the door won't budge in this chilly room where I begrudge. The cooked bacon and ranch dressing and butterscotch pudding. Oh, my distressing. The bacon sizzles, crispy and divine, but it's of no use when I can't reach the wine. <laughs> the ranch dressing glistens, cool and creamy, but alas, I can't enjoy it. Oh, so dreamy. And the butterscotch pudding, sweet and thick. It mocks me now with a cool trick. For though it beckons with its caramel hue, I cannot taste it. Oh, what shall I do? So here I am in this cold, cold space, an executive chef in a pickle. What a disgrace! But fear not, dear patrons, worry no more, for I'll use my wit to open that door. With Groucho Marx's charm and a touch of grace, I'll escape this plight, no time to waste. For laughter and good food wait outside, and I'll return to the kitchen full of pride. So raise a glass to my grand opening night, and let's toast to freedom. Oh, what a delight, though stuck for a moment, I'll never despair. For I'll make you laugh and serve you with flair. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Groucho Marx. Now, it really didn't take to my Groucho Marx part. I was hoping it would just decide to eat everything in sight. Okay, I'm going to... So, I'm going to... I'm going to reef. I'm going to rehash this. Okay? I'm going to copy this in here. I'm going to change it up a little bit. You're an ex- you're the executive chef at a brand new restaurant. During your grand opening, you get stuck in the walk-in cooler because the door handle broke while you were in there. The walk-in cooler is full of bacon, ranch dressing, and butterscotch pudding. You decide to gorge yourself. On the contents of the walk-in cooler. Write a soliloquy. Soliloquy. In the style of Groucho Marx. About... your plate for those of you keeping score S-O-L-I-L-O-Q-U-Y did you get that one? no Groucho you're an executive chef at a brand new restaurant as we've established during your grand opening dinner rush you get stuck in the walk-in cooler because your door handle broke while you're in there the walk-in cooler is full of cooked bacon ranch dressing and butterscotch pudding you decide to gorge yourself in the contents of the walk-in cooler write a soliloquy in the style of Groucho Marks upon your plate here we go chat GPT do better this time Okay, let's see. Uh, it's funny how you can kind of see what's going on here. Okay, here we go. Let's read it again cold. 
Oh, what a conundrum I find myself in. Trapped in the cooler, oh, what a sin. With broken handle, I'm locked in the space. But fear not, my friends, I'll find my solace. <laughs> For here, amidst the bacon, dressing, and pudding, I'll dine like a king. Oh, how utterly alluring. Cooked bacon, crispy and golden brown, I'll devour each strip as I wear my crown. Ranch dressing, creamy and tanging taste. I'll dip and slather, no time to waste. A symphony of flavors, a dance on my tongue in this chilly prison. My feast has begun better. Butterscotch pudding, smooth and divine. A sweet escape in this predicament of mine. Spoonfuls of bliss, a dessert so grand. I'll savor each bite with a spoon in my hand. Oh, the irony of being trapped this way, but my appetite beckons and I shall obey. In this gastronomic haven, my hunger shall cease. As I revel in flavors, my heart finds its peace. (laughs) So let the door stay shut. Let it keep me confined. For in this delicious prison, I'm free to unwind. With bacon, dressing, and pudding galore, I'll feast and indulge forever wanting more. And when the door is finally opened wide, I'll emerge with a smile, my belly satisfied. A chef with a tale of gastronomic delight. In the grand opening's rush, I found my respite. So raise your glasses, my dear patrons, dear friends, to a chef who's determined to make amends. For in this walk-in cooler, though trapped for a while, I discovered the joys of a culinary exile. Yes, okay, very good. That was much better. (laughs) Oh, shit. That was okay. That got me going a little bit. time for kids. Ah, what a conundrum I find myself in, trapped in the cooler, oh what a sin, with the broken handle I'm locked in the space, but fear not my friends, I'll find my solace. For here amidst the bacon dressing and pudding, I'll dine like a king, oh how utterly alluring, cooked bacon, crispy and golden brown, I'll devour each strip as I wear my crown. Ranch dressing, creamy and tangy in taste, I'll dip and slather, no time to waste. A symphony of flavors, a dance on my tongue in this chilly prison, my feast has begun. Butterscotch pudding, smooth and divine, a sweet escape in this predicament of mine. Spoonfuls of bliss, a dessert so grand I'll savor each bite with a spoon in my hand. Oh, the irony of being trapped in this way, but my appetite beckons and I shall obey. In this gastronomic haven, my hunger shall cease as I reveal in flavors my heart finds its peace. So let the door stay shut, let it keep me confined, for in this delicious prison I'm free to unwind with bacon dressing and pudding galore. I'll feast and indulge forever wanting more, and when the door is finally opened wide, I'll emerge with the spile, my belly satisfied, a chef with a tale of gastronomic delight. In the grand opening's rush, I found my respite. So raise your glasses, dear patrons, dear friends, to a chef who's determined to make amends. For in this walk-in cooler, though trapped for a while, I discovered the joys of a culinary exile. Yes, yes. Ah, There you go. Another ride into the sunset. Ride out of the sunset. Hope you had fun in our little interlude here together, just you and me, whispering in each other's ear. Our hands playfully touching under the table. Your mom staring confusedly from across the room. Butterscotch pudding, ranch dressing, and Hulu. 
who knew Hulu. Johnny Kielbasa on Twitter. Johnny Kielbasa rocks on Instagram. Get off of TikTok. Get off of Facebook. Go back and listen to a bunch of podcasts. Meanwhile, we'll see you next time on the Sausage Hut Podcast, everybody. Tell your friends. Leave us a fucking review. That's too much to ask.